Hey everybody, this is So Many Sequels, your book club for movies. I'm Josh. And I'm David. This week on the show, we got a special Oscars recap episode for you, talking about all the big awards, our wins and fails, and so much more. Yeah, we're going to be talking about some of the big historic wins, as well as our favorite Jimmy Kimmel bits, and that includes the slap, the slap jokes. Yes, you can find out more about our show at SoManySequels.com, including where you can find us on social media and listen to all our past episodes. And of course... I got to plug our Patreon, patreon.com slash so many sequels, where you can join our Discord and have fun chatting with us on there. All right, without further ado, enjoy our Oscars recap. We put on Toy Story the other day and um, Jack was, he was into it for the most part, but he really, he really pepped up when he saw a baby. Because uh, his little sister comes on screen. She's like, ah, oh, right, right, a right, baby, right, right. a baby. And he got really excited about a baby being on screen. That's so funny. That was back when, I mean, Toy Story, the humans still look a little off today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, haven't was, quite got it down yet. No, that was one of the main reasons they did toys because everything kind of like plastic right. anyway. They, yeah, um, they don't look as good as the toys do. Yeah, I remember that baby. It looks kind of, but it's it, kind of freaky now. To the me. great thing about being, we were, you know, I think we were five when it came out. The great thing about being a kid was it didn't matter to us that they looked off at all. We were just like, this is, no. this is amazing. Well, and you know, especially for us at the time, ain't no better existed. <laughs> Uh, you know, and Jack, he just don't know better yet. Um, no, he doesn't. He doesn't know what what CGI is capable of. But back I mean, then, honest, that was peak. And I know, and and today, kids stuff uses CGI and uses computer animation, and like it's better than what Toy Story looked then. So I mean, like the technology is such that like even the like lowest, you know, the 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 cheapest stuff today still looks better than when when we were starting so you know it's true anyway a little toy story little toy story rap for you there for the pre-show love that love that (laughs) um all right yeah i mean let's i guess let's just get into it Um, might as well this is kind of a it's a special episode so we don't have to do the usual um banter people can see that it's uh just two of us today that's right which is fine. Which is fine. Some may say better. Some may say it's better. This yes. Way. Yeah. We don't have those <laughs> other two yahoos in here causing trouble. Andrew and Garrett. Exactly. Those fools exactly. eat corn the long way. That's right. That's right. They certainly do. Uh, they uh, will be back. Of course, they haven't left us uh, completely. Um, but yes, for, for tonight's uh, Oscar recap episode, it's just the two of us. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're still going to have fun because... Uh, it's the Oscars, yeah. and we we watch them. I was going to say we like them. I don't know about we. I do. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, I, you're, I, I, you're, you're iffy on them. I endured it, you know. Uh, you endured this year, them. This year wasn't as bad as previous years, I'll say. I got to agree with that. I really do. Um, it was still long, but it, it wasn't as bad. I was going to say, before we, before we talk about any of the specific awards or anything, just the show in general, um, you know... People were wondering, what are they going to do? Because you know what happened last year. We remember. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we going to avoid that? How are they going to handle it? Uh, and I say, Jimmy Kimmel is a host. Right. Made a few too many jokes about it. Okay. Okay. In my opinion. Right. A few, a few too many. Not, I don't think he shouldn't have never said it. Right. In fact, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the bit where he went, where he went, picked out people in the crowd to protect him. Yeah. I thought that was a funny bit and it should, but that should have been the last reference. <laughs> Honestly <laughs> though. kept no, referencing it. I have to disagree personally. Okay. Because okay. I agree it was too many, but they all landed for me. Like in terms of them being quality jokes, they all landed. None of them were like, Ugh. I liked when he said, when they were introducing best documentary and he said, now, if you're paying attention last year, this is where things went a little haywire. 
uh, for this particular presentation. He goes, this year, hopefully everything goes without this year. Hopefully everything goes off without a hitch or at least without hitch. And I did. Was, yeah. That to me was, I loved it. And I, I, uh, I yeah, I definitely agree with you there. You know? I agree that the jokes landed at and least he, for me. If he had done, and if he had only done one to three, mm-hmm. then probably perfect. Uh, but you know, like I did, I think you're right. It did end up being like something like seven or eight, especially like as the show closed, he comes off and he has the little board. I don't know if you remember this, he has a little board and it says day, you know, a telecast without incident, you know, and he puts the one on there. So, yeah. Um, so that was a, a funny last joke of the night, but, uh, you know, I, I, I could go with too many, but they all landed, I think for me. Yeah, I can settle with that. I can agree with that. No, I, none of the jokes made me groan. None of those jokes. No. Um, I even appreciated God. What was the, what was the joke where they threw a literal rim shot in? You remember oh, that one? Yeah, <laughs> it was it so was, bad. He said that the the they were the 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 visual effects artists were going to go to CGI Fridays. CGI Fridays. <laughs> Look, I appreciate a joke like that. Pretty sure you appreciate a joke like that. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's so bad, it's good. When I, I I was expecting Cocaine Bear to actually be Matt Damon, but that 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 reveal never happened. That would have been nice. Um, overall, you know, Jimmy Kimmel is is certainly a Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's fine. Yeah, you I know. Th- I, I, overall, I would say he did a good job with what he needed to do. Yeah, I appreciate the jokes that are um directed toward the the academy and the show being long every mm-hmm. time he mentioned that he knows that it's long you know i appreciate it right it's well you know jimmy for all his you know past things he did have he he does have a very polished delivery and he has a very mm-hmm. like he has that tv show host speed when 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 rattling off the bits there's mm-hmm. no drag to it there were no Thankfully, except for the thing where he was interviewing people in the audience, there were no like dragging skits. You know what I mean? Right. So like for the most part, everything kept kept pretty good. He did bring out Jenny from Banshees of Inner Sheeram. And I was like, oh, this bit could go really long or, you know, or uh, we'll see. But luckily, he kept it pretty brief. Um, And all of his jokes about how long the show were, were, were great. His last show, his last joke of the night where he went, we were now enjoying Good Mer- Morning America already in progress. Yes, um, was, it was pretty hilarious. Yes, I I definitely appreciated that and enjoyed it. Um, and I I think he did fine. I don't I don't have a complaint about about his hosting. And I do think they improved the show a little bit by keeping those bits tight. Yeah. Um, yes, yep. I, I I will also agree that the interviewing the audience thing kind of dragged. I I I winced a little bit when he was talking to Malala. I don't think she was into it. <laughs> I don't think she was either. But uh, thankfully, he moved on. <laughs> but that's um, the only time I groaned. I was like, "Oh, yeah. leave Malala." I know. And when he went to when he moved forward to do another one, I was like, "Oh no, this is going to be like three or four of these." I know. Um, the only good one was when he talked to I think it was Jessica Chastain. Yes, yes she played he, along. He, he asked a joke about Matt Damon. Yes. Um, and uh, I, what what else I want to talk about in terms of the presentation? Mm-hmm. I I don't know if I've seen anybody else talk about this. I liked the doubling up of the presenters for awards yeah Um, what they would do is they would have a two people come out they would present an award the award would do and then those same two people would stay out and give the next award and everything was teamed up you know like i think song was teamed up with uh with film editing and score was teamed up with sound and things like that best Mm -hmm. supporting actor and best supporting actress were teamed up so you got those two back to back um so I liked that. I think that helped keep it a little bit fresh instead of two people come on, they talk, they leave, two new people come on, they talk, they leave. It, it just kind of kept the show moving as fast as I guess it can because it, we were yeah. 45 – I remember texting. We're 45 minutes into the show and we've given out three awards, so this is going to be a long night. I know. But, I know. I looked over to Andrew at like I, – I, Andrew and I went to see it at, at Circle Cinema, uh, their annual watch party. Always recommend that to listeners uh it's a lot of fun but anyway i looked over to andrew and i was like man it's 10 o'clock and there's like eight awards left you realize that he was like what because <laughs> you know also yesterday was daylight saving time so we were both extra tired by 10 o'clock i don't know about you yeah, but I was uh it. i was feeling it um and you know i think this is where i'll transition into our next part i 
I'm really excited because here in a little bit, we're going to read some wins and fails from mm-hmm. our Discord. But I wanted to talk about our personal wins and fails first. And I'll say two of mine right off the top of the bat because they go together. A big win to me was the really amazing energy in the room for the first 30 to 45 minutes uh, with that string of awards and speeches that just were, I found them very moving. You know, you got um, Kihi Kwan and and Jamie Lee Curtis back-to-back wins, both for the same movie, both first-time Oscar winners, first-time nominees. Um, Really emotional speech from Ki especially. Huge win. Yeah. And then a fail was uh, a lot of energy left the room for like two hours. (laughs) Yeah, I got bored again. I was really hoping it would stay upbeat and positive, and it just kind of went back into dullness. Yeah, there was, um, you know, they led off with um, the best animated feature and Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio one, and it kind of it it feels forgotten about, uh, weirdly enough, because it was followed really fast, really quickly by those two very emotional wins, and um, yeah, big win for me with Key. I was. I actually, I just couldn't stop. I just kept saying to myself, that's amazing. You know, it, like that is. And I, there was like a little bit of tears in my eyes as he started giving his speech. It just feels like his story. There was a point not that long ago where this moment could not have felt further for him. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just so incredible to hear someone's story of them making it like that. Um, so it was, you know, that honestly, it may be, that may have, like you said, that moment may have come too early in the night because then, like, the rest of the crowd is just like, wow, well, that, we can go home, I think, right? Like, everything else, you know, they and they, there were some other more good moments throughout the night, but that was such a peak early. There, on. Were, there were, there were plenty of great moments, but it wasn't just, yeah, it wasn't just the excitement of seeing Key win because that was a lot of it, but his speech was really well thought out and really well delivered. And I think that made it all the sweeter. Um, you know, you know, we might as well just talk about his award right now since he's our biggest. He's, I think he's our biggest one of the night, right? <laughs> For me, anyway. One of them. Yeah, he's he's one of mine. We'll get to the other in a bit. Um, I, I, I can't get over it. You know, I, I have thought about this idea and I, I posted it somewhere, but. People always make fun of the Oscars because it's just a bunch of rich, famous people patting each other on the back. And it mm-hmm. absolutely is. But sometimes, sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. And when it's not, it's really good. Oh, yeah. um, and that's where people, the, a lot of those moments usually happen in the categories people don't want to pay attention to, right? The mm-hmm. people you don't know about, the editors and the yeah, sound the, technicians, yeah, they are the, the ones awards. who are truly humbled by the awards. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing a star do it, or at least a a, a reappearing star, uh, was special. He, yeah, he was really struggling, and it was a thing where he didn't know how much longer he was going to make it in the industry. I was, I was, I saw an interview with him from one of the late night shows where he he said that they started filming everything everywhere right before the pandemic started, and they got finished with most of it, but they had to wait and finish it afterward. But when the movie wrapped, when his portion wrapped, uh, he ended up losing his health insurance because no one wanted to hire him. The movie hadn't come out yet, so no one knew it was good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he was like talking about how scary that was to lose his insurance at the peak of the pandemic. He was like, I, I, nah. (laughs) So, so now watching him, yeah, just like he said, a child who came here on a refugee boat, then went through all that. Now he's on Hollywood's biggest stage. Amazing, and that's you know, that's why I love the Oscars. It, it, yeah, and I totally agree because it's just you can't. It, the show can be congratulatory, and it can yes. be, and you know, a part of that, a big part of an element of that. I won't say a big part necessarily, but an element of that is the fact that, um, you know, we've had this recent in, um, push for more diversity in the cat in in the in the nominees and more of diversity in the Academy voters. Right. And, you know, a lot of times the people who are up there to be awarded are the same people that have been up there countless other times. So in that sense, it can be congratulatory. It's like, you know, this person's been nominated 15 times or 16 times, you know, or 10 times, whatever. But, um, you know, Jimmy Kimmel noted at the beginning of the show this year, you had 16 first time nominees 
um, across all categories or was it just the acting categories? I can't remember, but you had, yeah, I'm not, I don't remember. You had dozens of new nominees. So for some people, this was like their first chance and hopefully they'll get more, but for quite a few people were key and Brendan and Michelle Yeoh and, uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and the Daniels, uh, the guy who wrote the screenplay for everywhere. Like this is all like their first time and they all won. And it's amazing to see people, yes. you know, people achieve that. Um, where, you know, years ago, 10, 20 years ago, this kind of movie may not be nominated at all. Um, These kind of performances may not be nominated at all. So it was very special. Um, Mm -hmm. Gosh, I'm trying to think of a fail for me now. Um, As happy as I am for Jamie Lee Curtis, I I think I would have gone with Stephanie Hsu from that particular, in that particular category. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I understand that. I I can't even argue with it. I I know. It, they're really a coin flip for me. I watched, I, I rewatched the movie Sunday afternoon before the Oscars. Ah, so you saw all um, the fun stuff. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, I told you about that. And I came out just being really impressed again with all of them. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, seeing Stephanie Shewin would have been amazing. Seeing Angela Bassett win would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just as amazed seeing Jamie Lee Curtis win, I have to say, because I thought what she did in that movie was really really special you know she is also one of the actors in the movie who's playing multiple roles showing a lot of range and doing cool stuff so i just couldn't be upset really no i don't i don't know that there was a loser in the category it is really a a a situation of like splitting hairs in terms of at least least in that movie um and, and so like i you know between the two stephanie stood out more to me, but yeah. but I have zero problem with Jamie Lee Curtis being Academy yeah. Award winning actress. Jamie Lee Curtis, you know what I mean? Right. So. It's cool because it goes back to what what you just said a few minutes ago. First time, first time nominees, first time winners. Uh, mm-hmm. That's still special, um, especially when it is someone like Jamie Lee Curtis who's been in the industry for decades, mm-hmm. uh, getting her first nomination in or first Oscar this late in her career. That's still mm-hmm. cool. Um, and I hope to see Stephanie Shue back in the running um, often. <laughs> yes. I mean, hopefully. Because she, she's great. I, you hope this isn't the last time for some of these people as well. But so, um, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say we got some uh, some wins and fails from the Discord here, which you can join by uh, checking out patreon.com slash so many sequels. We've got a couple tiers there for access. Uh, a buck will get you into our Discord uh, to hang out and talk about the Oscars and movies and all the fun stuff we share. So, uh, some wins and fails of the Oscars from our Discord. We've got uh, one of our good buddies, Archer, left us uh, a handful of them, actually. And we'll start with, he also uh, found Key's win to be a really special moment. But he pointed out um, Ariana DeBose tearing up as soon as she read his name. Mm-hmm. And she did. She absolutely choked up. Uh and then he followed that with Key's speech being so heartwarming and how it was clear that like Ariana especially couldn't help but be happy for him uh, and the whole cast and crew. Mm-hmm. And I want to add on to that and say, I felt like I noticed that a lot of the presenters seemed to genuinely gasp before they read something. Yeah. And that seemed nice. Yeah. They all seemed pleasantly surprised by what they were reading. <laughs> yeah, all of these uh all of these present uh, all the presenters did a really good job. They all seemed like they were really into the show. They really did. Uh then of course, he talks about Brendan Fraser Brendan Fraser being one of his uh, favorite moments after watching him and Key do interviews mm-hmm. uh uh in the, all the Oscar um roundtable stuff. Mhm. He wants to see a, a new Key and Brendan movie happen. Yeah. Perhaps an Encino Man 2. Yes. That's what I would suggest. Or Mummy 4. Mummy 4. Um, yes, we'll talk more about Brendan. He I liked the 360 wraparound shots as they those teased were, to break. Those are I always cool. I didn't think about that, but those were cool. And uh, yes, he pointed out the Daniels being in there. That was a big laugh moment at Circle Cinema. People liked the Daniels. Daniels are very popular. They were very, so, very funny. Uh, you know, interesting to see where their career is going to go from here. I know. I know. I want to go back and, and watch some of their, the f- their, they haven't made a lot, but they've made some buzzworthy movies before this. Um, 
Yes, and uh, uh, we'll talk. We'll probably talk about them more in a minute. But they did win Best Director, the yeah. first duo to win Best Director since the Coen Brothers for No Country for Old Men. Yeah. So the, uh, his only dislike, Archer's only dislike that he left us uh, was the close-up version of Lady Gaga's performance of "Hold My Hand." Yes. Um, let's talk about this. Let's talk about it because uh, your wife Nikki popped in on there and said she disagreed with it with that and thought it made it more. Um, personal, intimate. So I think these are these are good thoughts on it because I'll yes. say, initially, I thought it was weird mm-hmm. because it seemed extra close. But then the more she sang, the more I was okay with it. So by the end, I was like, oh, I see what she's doing here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, I, I'm I'm cool with it. I agree because initially it, it stood out to me too um, because she's just like black t shirt and jeans, all acoustic. You know, just like one pair of drums. Mm-hmm. two guitars and a piano i think that's all she has up there so mm-hmm. um and i don't even think the i think it was just her and a guitar or, or her and the piano for the first verse and chorus of the song mm-hmm. um lots of close-ups very intimate uh, uh uh production versus what you got with the performances for um rrr from rrr and the performances from everything and rihanna's performance which were big and had all these production elements and stuff you know lady gaga she's got that She's got that, you know, uh, show stealing mentality. She's thinking she does. Yeah, she's thinking, uh, you know, they're going big. I'm going to go small. I'm going to go like real close. And then that'll stand out compared to the other things. Right. Um, you know, I, yeah, I think, I, I, think probably, I think it's fine. I think it's probably right. Well, you know, it, it's also. It, it, it was also cool because she changed the song a bit, you know, the, that song, if you listen to the studio version or, you know, the version that you hear in Top Gun Maverick. It is big and loud and kind of upbeat. It is not like a slow. I wouldn't call it a slow ballad. No, it feels a lot more upbeat than that. So it was. It was also impressive just to hear her uh, sing the song in a way I hadn't heard yet. That, that also said, made you know, it kind of show stealing. That said, you know the other the, the other half of that being whoever's working the camera. You know, is just keeping it keeping those close ups. You know, aesthetically pleasing because they're you know if you get if you drift off or if she moves out of your shot all of a sudden it can be yeah it can be jarring for a from a point of view shot yeah so yeah. you know i, get I agree that. with that i agree with that uh let's see what else do we have in here <laughs> we got a a win for uh, andrew garfield's face His dur- during the during the will smith bit uh, the combo yeah the, the- i tell you He's a, it's like he went into that show thinking, I'm going to be a gift tonight. <laughs> you know, it was like, and there was a pause when he said, I've got Spider-Man. This, you had to get through Spider-Man. There was a pause in the audience. Like when they saw Andrew Garfield, they were like, that's not Tom Holland. I know. <laughs> I felt it too. <laughs> or not Tobey Maguire, whoever it is, that, you know, the Academy of Spider-Man is like, oh, it's Andrew Garfield. I know. It makes me wonder if uh, I wonder if Tom and, and Toby were even in the room. It wouldn't. Right. I mean, to- Toby's in an Academy Award nominated movie, so it wouldn't surprise you know, me. At the underrated part went, of, sorry, I was just gonna say it's funny they went to Andrew. It's not who I expected either. The un- underrated part about this screenshot that everybody grabbed is uh, Halle Bailey in the background uh, laughing or laughing. At Andrew, um, it was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That that brings me to a to a to an L for me. Okay. Oh, thought okay. about this the other night. They did this at least twice, maybe three times. They had presenters come out to present trailers, and I did not like that. They had uh, Melissa McCarthy, is that her name? Yeah. And Halle Bailey come out to do to present the oh, trailer okay. for The Little Mermaid. Right. And I was like, "Why are you doing?" When it when it started being that's what it is. When they started playing the trailer, I was like, "That was a, did they just come out to present the trailer? Just play the trailer during the ad break." Like, why are we eating into time of the show for them to come out and go, The Little Mermaid is a special movie. I agree, and I love getting to play Ariel. Just play the commercial. Like, what? Do you, like, why are we presenting? Anyway, and then they did it again. Morgan Freeman and uh, uh, Margot Robbie came out to present a trailer sizzle reel for, for Warner Brothers 100 years. And I was like, why did they come out and talk about it first? They could have just ran this. I um, I bet they would have done the same thing for Oppenheimer if they could have gotten anybody from that cast to come down. Right. But yeah. But like I didn't know why we were eating into the show with that. No, I agree the presentation of that was definitely a fail for me too. Uh 
the I mean, the, I don't have a problem with the content. I thought the Little Mermaid trailer was great. Oh yeah, yeah. And and, and well, you know, I didn't. I the, the sizzle reel didn't really do much for me. But the trailer, the the Mermaid trailer was great. Yeah. Um, no problem with the and, trailer. I just don't know why. No, we it, it is weird though that they made it that way. Prepping it. Yeah, it kind of made it look awkward because it felt like they were, you know, leading I, into something and then it goes to break. I was like, they already presented for best animated feature. What are they talking about? You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, it was a little odd. Um, and, you know, The Little, the little Mermaid is a, is a highly anticipated movie this year, but I still say that the Oscars should break way more trailers than they do. Yes, I it's agree. It's crazy to me that they don't. I love that we got a new Oppenheimer trailer yeah. uh, during the show, and that should be, this should be, I get that the Super Bowl's big, you're going to have 200 right. million eyes or whatever on the Super Bowl, but the Oscars should be like, you know, what a great, what a way for the Academy Awards to try to get some eyes on their product a little bit by saying, hey, there's going to be right. trailers for new movies during it. Right. Right. Yeah. But you don't I, have to I, I don't fully know how that works. I wish studios would invest more ad time during the Oscars. I would rather see that than the washed up Super Bowl commercials we watched a month ago. How long which is was what that? we ended up watching? How long was that Booking.com commercial? Good that's what that's the one that drove me the craziest. They played the full length commercial. It was like two and a half minutes. Like the whole world didn't just watch it a month ago. <laughs> I was. <laughs> what are I'm, you guys? Why are you? I hate it. <laughs> I hate I hate that people are lazy with their commercials now. Um, oh, we also got some notes about uh, Rihanna, Rihanna's performance. Uh, people that was big. Me. That was good. That was too. I got to say, not my favorite song of the bunch, but that's fine. No, no, but Her that performance perf- was stellar. That performance had me convinced it might win. Um, mm. And because uh, because it got a huge response from the audience. Now, I know that they finished voting on like the 7th of March, but the way the audience responded right. to it and it is it being rihanna rihanna right. whatever um i was like you know maybe that actually will win because this audience the academy in the room is loving it so maybe that'll win mm-hmm. but uh but i was glad to see uh, uh what's the actual name of the song not you not to not you not to yes from R-R-R. i was i was delighted to see that that won. Yeah, it is fun. That's the first time I'd heard it was that live performance um and it was really interesting. Uh, i haven't seen it yet. I need to. I've heard for a while from people who say it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just haven't gotten to it yet, but we'll get there. Go I don't ahead. know anything about. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I know that you know uh, it's 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 Bollywood, right? Yeah, it's in India, and uh, it's fun. um, it's kind of like a romantic buddy movie action adventure kind of thing. Um, so I don't know. We'll see one day. I know it's about two best friends. That's what I know mostly. Well, I like that idea. There you go. But none of them end up uh, end up hurting themselves because the other one's too dull. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Any um, other uh, wins and fails for us before we start talking about some some of the big awards? No, not really. I, I thought so everything either. was was pretty 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 doable this year. Um. So we already talked about um, supporting actor and actress. Pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk about um, let's talk about that the best screenplay real quick. Um, and I need to make a correction on last, on our preview show. Oh, you do. So huh? I said the knives out one best original screenplay and it didn't. Oh, yeah, oh it, did lost, not? It, it lost a parasite. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. So, okay. I looked that up. I wish I'd looked that up during the show instead of after, but yeah, it's uh, I was so um, sure for some reason. I don't know. So adapted screenplay this year went to women talking, mm-hmm. which, um, was I think the only movie in the category I did not get a chance to see, so I couldn't even comment on it. Yeah, I'll take their word for it uh, because um, I it's based on the novel by Miriam Toes. Mm-hmm. Al's not sure, but uh, you know, I, I, again, I will have to take their word for it. I I feel bad because it's not the only one I haven't seen. I haven't seen most of them, right? But uh, but I do want to come around to seeing it. Uh, Andrew Andrew saw and he reported to me that it is in fact very good. So uh, he was happy that it won. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I enjoy you know Sarah Polly's speech was nice and short and snarky. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, always I always love a good crack at the Academy because mm-hmm. uh, they deserve it. Because <laughs> um, it's such a complex, it's such a complicated relationship we have with truly. the Academy of uh, whatever it's called, the, the Academy. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, so that was yeah. I, I was good with that. Original screenplay uh, threw me off a bit. 
Mm, it surprised so the, me a little bit too. The award, the award ended up going to everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, but I, I was pretty sure and had and had picked Banshees of Inisherin to take this home. I had to. Um, and at this point in the night is when I was pretty certain that everything would clean up at that point um, mm -hmm. once it took screenplay. Uh, but yeah, what did you think about it? Yeah. Also, I was. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes you just convince yourself of something, mm -hmm. and then when it doesn't go your way, you just go. Oh, oh. Just so wrong, right? Because I, I'd also I had convinced myself that everything yeah. was going to take home a lot of awards, and that the other cat, the others in the best picture category would clean up some of these other things. Sure. And I thought Banshees Makes had sense. a real chance at cleaning up best original screenplay because it wasn't going to. I knew it was going to win any of the acting awards. No one knew it was best picture, best director, but best screenplay that seems pretty open. Um, I saw someone on TikTok say. Because every now and then, Entertainment Weekly or Variety, they will publish like anonymous ballots. Oh, yeah. Will, yeah. Will explain their thing. Mm -hmm. And someone has said that they've been doing that for a few years now. And they said, there's a pretty easy standard you can do that if you apply it to all of your Oscar picks, you can you can kind of game the system with the Academy. Replace the word best with the word most and you will win a lot. So not best original screenplay, but most original screenplay, because that's how someone will think about it. Like, oh, that was really original. I never would have thought of that. That's not what original in a best original screenplay means. But they just think like, oh, I, there's so many original ideas. Um, and I the same thing goes for like when it happened later, I went film editing is going to go to everywhere because it's not best filmmaking, best film editing. It's most film editing. And sure enough, uh, I think it cleaned up that award, too. But um, wow, yeah, that, that, that is an insightful TikTok, right? And I was like, I'm gonna have to start looking. I'm gonna start watching for that. Top Gun yeah. definitely had most sound, um, <laughs> right? Right, and uh, and Avatar. But had Avatar most had most pictures. So what happened there? <laughs> yeah, what happened there? Um, it definitely had most VFX. Um, let's. So um, so yeah, I I'm fine with that though. I mean, generally yeah. speaking, I having given myself a day. I'm totally fine with everything winning best original screenplay, even though it went against my, my, uh, my, my, my guesses. <laughs> yeah. Well, Although I did decided. not do it. I didn't do a pick them this year. One, cause I'm awful at it. And two, because, and, and but I found that it made the, the whole process much more enjoyable for me. Uh, because when I you, <laughs> you weren't invested. Cause I wasn't, yes, I didn't, I had no other reason to be invested. Um, oh, there was funny. no prize on the line. I am really upset that you won that cool Ryan Johnson hat. At Circle Cinema. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, the, man. the ballot masters here. Yeah, that was really Nothing fun. Than a cool um, hat. I know. It was really cool. I was I was pleasantly surprised. I, I I got several wrong, so I didn't think I even stood a chance. So, yay. What'd you do? What was your, what'd you finish? Like 15 out of 23? Mm, I think it was 16 or 17. My bad. I don't, I don't remember exactly. It's it may have been 17, actually. I would have gone like 11, like I did last year, because like it's like usually the documentary awards <laughs> and the shorts kill me. Yeah, those are tough. The shorts are especially tough. Anyhow, um, but yeah, everything winning, fine. That's great. Yeah. Um, okay, this is a big one, because it's been a big focus of our show this month. Let's talk about Best Actor. Going Finally, the, the circle is complete. The mm. prophecy is fulfilled. <laughs> Brendan Fraser is an Academy Award winner. The Renaissance has reached its peak. You know, we are we have reached his 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 Sistine Chapel, his his moment of, of glory. Um, yes. Yes. And Brendan. Yes. Fraserary completes itself with uh, even though we're into March now with a, uh, a best picture win. For Brendan, for or not best picture, a best you know <laughs> best actor in a leading role for Brendan Fraser, and yes. uh, for the whale, which I, I still have not seen. You saw, right. um, yes, and yeah, I'll speak to like so this 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 performance. You think right, deserving? Look, thankfully, I haven't seen a lot of people really root against him during no. this Oscars campaign. Um, a lot of times that can happen when you're a uh, like crowd favorite for a long time people kind of sour on you didn't seem to happen with him um which which is good because i was worried about it because of the fact that he did deserve it fully and completely uh for that movie it 
the whale was <laughs> it's a controversial movie. I've heard I've heard people talk about it and say that they hated it. And I under and I can understand why having seen it. But it didn't land that way for me. And I think it was because of Brendan's performance and how emotional and genuine it felt. Uh, we've talked in our some of our past episodes, especially Blast from the Past, about how Brendan is really good at connecting with the audience um, and really making you sympathize with him, whether he's a lovable goof, the himbo, Brendan, or whether he is someone like his character in The Whale, who is a... Uh, morbidly overweight, uh, depressed man who is, who is spiraling. Mm -hmm. Uh, you still, you feel sympathy for him even when you're watching him, you know, essentially kill himself with his behavior. Um, so yeah, I, having watched, I think I saw all those movies that were nominated in the best actor category. I definitely agree that Austin Butler was super good and was a solid second place. I know he was another favorite for a lot of people, but man, nothing moved me like Brendan in the whale did. Right. I would, I don't even want to watch it again. It hurt me so bad. <laughs> right. Um, and I, having not seen it, I appreciate the clips I've seen. I appreciate that Brendan has a tremendous amount of talent. That's I really only barely really been tapped. I think in terms of the kind of performances he can give. Um, I did say during our preview show that literally anyone could get this award, and I think mm -hmm. they earned it, whether mm -hmm. that was Colin Farrell or mm -hmm. Austin Butler or Bill Nye or um, uh, 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 Paul, was it Paul Mascow? Is that his Paul name? Mascow, his yeah. 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 I think they all earned it with their performances in those respective films. Um, but I am really, you know, sentimental favorite, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm totally over the moon and his, uh, he also had a great speech. He did. Um, he had a great yeah. speech. Um, I, I loved him when he walked up and said, you know, this must be what it's like to be in the multiverse or something. <laughs> Just what a, what a great way to, to say, you know, is this real, uh, yeah. or, well, or a relevant or, way. Or also to be like, this must be what it's like to be in everything, everywhere, all at once. Because like I got all the other awards. Um, I know, I know. And, and worth pointing out while we're at this moment that the whale uh, also won for best hair and makeup yeah. for the, the incredible work there. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, and that that moment at that moment, Andrew and I were like, oh, Brendan's got it because we didn't think the whale would win anything except actor. Mm -hmm. uh, so that felt pretty good too. Um, yeah, yeah, he did had a great speech. He, he's had a great Oscars campaign. Um, I, I've seen a couple of the clips of his, of his, you know, uh, post-show stunned interviews and they're great. Um, I think, I hope he's going to be back in the public eye for a while, uh, because I think we need him and I think he needs us. <laughs> we need more Brendan Fraser in our lives. Um, yeah. And hopefully, you know, Hopefully the studios, they look at this and they say, you know, Brendan Fraser is back and we should capitalize on him, whether it is in a prestigious artistic film or whether it is in a, you know, more family friendly adventure film or something like that. You know, I, I think mm -hmm. that like hopefully everybody is seeing this moment with all of these actors and saying, hey, these people that for the most part, Hollywood kind of has I, in a lot of ways is taken for granted. Those people are here. Yeah, no, you're totally right. It's funny. It's been cracking me up because uh, I've seen pictures of the actor winners um, taking photos together. And then there's all the stuff with Key and, and Brendan's history, uh, them being friends and then working together previously. And I keep thinking, man, was Brendan Fraser in everything, everywhere, all at once? And I just keep forgetting it because yeah. they're all in the same pictures together. Yeah. It, was, it was Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Key, and Brendan Fraser. And I was like. Sneak it in there like, hey, buddy. But I, I, I did. I saw it, and my first thought was, "Why is he there?" And I thought, "Oh wait, they all won. <laughs> they all won. He's just not in their movie. He wasn't in that movie. Yeah, he uh, was the only. I mean, and and that was the only category that everything didn't have anybody in. There, there was no actor in a leading role in everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. So that was like you know, uh, uh, they cut themselves out of that particular award category. They really did. They really did. Um, no fault of their own you know it's exactly just, it's, just how, it's just how the it's just how the rules work i think uh, a lot of people 
uh, will agree that Brendan's win was a highlight of the night. Um, but another another big highlight of the night uh, was Michelle Yeoh taking home Best Actress. Uh, her uh, first Best Actress award, first Oscar there, and the first um, Asian American woman to win an acting award mm-hmm. at the Oscars. Um, amazing. Good for her. Amazing. Well deserved. And, you know, um, Michelle Yeoh is an actress <laughs> who's, um, whatever you want to call it, catalog filmography i really want to dive more into because i've seen her in things but i've not seen all of her i've not seen all of her work and she's she's a legend both you know in the u.s and at home and you know and i really yeah i mean it's just really cool to see someone like that win and she's um i don't know i I, i'm trying to think of the right word she's so graceful she's so like um she just has that command, you know, and her speech was good too. And, uh, her little shot at Don Lemon was great. Uh, <laughs> I, I caught it too. You I know. was like, Oh, that's for Don Lemon, isn't it? That, uh, don't ever, don't ever let anyone tell you you're past your prime is what she right. said. Right. Right. All the ladies. Um, that was good. So, um, yeah, she's uh, great. She's, yeah. she's like who I imagine is like the ideal, like Hollywood star to me. She's, mm-hmm. she's, uh, very, she seems very personable on camera. She's got a, a great range, she, but she's also like, seems like royalty or something, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, she just seems like a star. So, uh, well, a well-deserved win for her. Finally, uh, that was another rewatching everything before the ceremony. I was just amazed by her. She's, she's great. Also underrated her stint in Star Trek Discovery. Yes, her uh, Star Trek Discovery. I think she's no. Never mind. She she was at one point signed on to to do her own Star Trek show, uh, but it never got off the ground. And I don't know if that will still be a thing now that she's one of us. She's gonna be harder to get now. Yeah, yeah I don't um, know if Paramount Plus can afford her now. You know, uh, she's had a real uh, series of good. You know, like so she was in Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be in this new Disney series uh, american-born chinese with ki hua kwan with stephanie shu they're both coming uh-huh. back for this for this thing um so that's exciting um and yeah, yeah. it's just i, I and we know it we both we i think we both picked her to win right mm-hmm. so yeah. um i had no doubt about it when it was something just before it was like best I think it must have been best screenplay when that one I went, oh, this isn't a bag. She's like, there's no way Michelle Yeoh's losing. Um, because there were because you I mentioned it in the thing. I don't know if if you agree with this. They were referencing Lydia Tarr a lot. So much. A lot during the show. Jimmy Kimmel mentioned Lydia Tarr. Some of the presenters mentioned Lydia Tarr. And I was like, oh, Lydia Tarr really like as a character hit home with whoever's writing for the Academy Awards. They think she's clearly big. And so I was like. Ugh. but i mean kate blanchett if she'd won kate blanchett's amazing so i mean it's fine but um but i was really like i really kind of i was pulling for michelle Yeoh. that's where my heart was right i agree with that too fully um tar, tar was not for me i i didn't personally love it but yes kate blanchett's amazing and and she would have earned it just as much but i was pulling for michelle um and i'm very glad that she won i always am looking for a story like that um mm-hmm. uh a, a real meaningful win not just for her but for a lot of people um mm-hmm. so that was really it was really cool it was great um we'll follow that up with uh you talked a little, you mentioned a little bit earlier we got our first duo to win an oscar since uh the Coen Brothers, or not an Oscar, but the first duo to win directing mm-hmm. uh, since the Coen Brothers for No Country for Old Men. The Daniels, both of them, uh, I was just going to say their names off the top of my head, but I think I will say the wrong one. So I better <laughs> uh, not. Daniel like, Kwan, I think, is one of them, right? Yeah, and Daniel uh, Scheinert, I think, is the other, but we, we'll double check me. Hey, I'll tell you what, great little video to check out before, you know, just, just heads into this. Um, I don't remember who put it up, but just go on YouTube and look for Ryan Johnson and Daniels have a conversation. 
Um, that sounds amazing. It was a great, it's a great conversation. They kind of chop it up a little bit in editing, but it was a really cool video of them just talking about making movies and how they make movies and stuff like that. So I um, gotta say, I'm embarrassed at how long it took me to realize that the Daniels were just two dudes named Daniel. Um, (laughs) I really didn't know that for a a very long time. (laughs) Right. right, I never thought to look into it that much. I was like, oh, that's just, I don't know. It's just a moniker or some fun thing. Yeah. Nope. Two dudes whose last name is Daniels, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was two guys named Daniel who were just good friends. I'll tell you what, their story is very interesting to me because one of them is from like, I don't know, Swamp Butt, Alabama, and the other one's from like... Swamp Butt, Alabama. Birmingham. You know, the, bur, <laughs> is from Birmingham? Yeah, yeah. And then the other one is from uh, Apologies to Birmingham. Yeah. Massachusetts, is that where the other one's from? Yeah. Or Connecticut Westboro, or something like that? Yeah, Massachusetts. And so that's so cool that, you know, the, you know, the cinema and theater and screenwriting and all that, that brought them together. That's fun. Um, uh, what, what's amazing to me is that these guys... These guys got started. They met at film school, right, in mm-hmm. Boston at Emerson College. Uh, and they, they like, first became known for directing the music video for Turn Down for What by Little Turn John. Turn Down for What? That's yeah. the Daniels. Yeah. And, and and now, you know, 13 years later, they're, they're Best Picture, Best Director winners. Obviously, um, I think this is probably one of those movies that Garrett loves, uh, Swiss Army Man. Uh, seems like a Garrett movie. Yeah, and, it, uh, it is. It is a Garrett movie. And so it'll be interesting to see if they can maintain this style of, yeah. for more films. You know what I mean? Like now that they're now they've won an Academy Award, the temptation is going to be to put them on something, you know, prestigious, you know, like not an original idea, like to have them bring something. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Like, it's going to be interesting if they can maintain this style they've created for themselves. Right. I mean, it's very impressive. I mean, Swiss Army Man was a more was a more uh, niche film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it didn't, you know, not get recognized. It, it, it got a lot of accolades. It was not recognized by the Academy, but it did, uh, pick up nominations at the Spirit Awards, uh, the Sun- Sundance Film Festival. Mm-hmm. So they started out pretty strong and now their second film, they've scored this massive hit. So mm-hmm. you're exactly right. How do they continue to make their own path without feeling like they just have to make everything everywhere every mm-hmm. time? Because, yeah, because every, you know, every when you when you have when you succeed when you succeed early like this, there's that now there's that albatross hanging over you of like, were they a one and done? Were they a one hit wonder? You know, so like um, I'm not trying to put it. I'm not trying to ruin their careers immediately. I'm just saying it'll be interesting because now. um, I don't know what the budget was for everything everywhere all at once, but now a studio, whether it's A24 or whether it's Warner Brothers or whether it's Sony, is probably going to back up the truck for them. And they may give them a, a a property that they want them to adapt as opposed to an original idea. You know what I mean? So like yeah. maintaining their their artistic style and integrity is going to become much more of a challenge um, when you have that kind of money to work with when you have like, you know, if Sony wants you to come in and wants you to direct a new Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Or whatever have you. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be, I, I'm, I look forward. They've, they've, uh, I have a, a private letterbox, uh, list called directors to watch and, uh, they have, oh, made, like that. They've, they've made the directors to watch list. Um, because I, I have a hard time keeping up with directors sometimes. And sometimes I will watch so my favorite thing is when I discover that I really like a director because I like all these movies and I had no idea that they were the same person, same creative yeah. person behind them. Yeah, so, that's happened to me too. Trying to note when I watch a movie that I really like, okay, I'm going to keep an eye on the people who were creatively involved with this so I can follow yeah. them. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how they follow this up. Yeah, I agree. It'll be really interesting. I mean, I don't, oh. I don't know if they have announced the next project or not. I don't see one on their wiki, at least, but uh, I'm sure they'll be getting to work soon. Oh, yeah. Ride this one out for a little while. Um, mm-hmm. I do. Let's let's acknowledge a little bit, too, here, uh, Steven Spielberg. And uh, we had talked about last week how we thought that he may win this. This may be his consolation for not best picture with the Fablemans. But interestingly mm-hmm. enough, the Fablemans 
um, shut out here at the Academy. No awards for the Fablemans. Um, and that goes for Banshees, Tar, Triangle of Sadness, and Elvis, all shut out. No awards for them. Um, so, it, it, but back to Spielberg. I, I thought I thought I was a little bit surprised, but when when the Daniels were called, I was like, well, there you go. I mean, there you go. That's that's it. Yeah, I, I agree. The night fully ended at that point um, in terms of what was going to happen next with Best Picture. Uh, but yeah, there was a part of me that also thought maybe Spielberg could do it. Uh, I wouldn't have necessarily been upset. I just would have left thinking, I don't know if he's the one who deserved it tonight. Right, right. Um, but, you know. Thankfully, the Academy went the right way, like they so rarely do. Right. Uh, so it was it was very nice to see a night of mostly pretty good picks. Yeah, um, it's because um, yeah, I was just gonna say the whole the whole directing lineup was was pretty good. You got uh, Martin McDonough as well for Banshees of Inisherin, mm-hmm. uh, Todd Field for Tar, another movie that some I guess Hollywood liked a lot uh, based on the jokes and Ruben Uslan for triangle of sadness. Um, another best picture nominee and great movie. Um, so it was a stacked field, but I, I felt pretty certain that I could say that only the Daniels deserved it. <laughs> yeah. Time. And, 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 um, yeah, or that they, they deserved they, it most. Yeah. They, yeah, they were the most director, um, most director, <laughs> you know, um, because there were two of them. It does work. The most direct, yeah, the, the award for uh, most directors goes to. Um, but yes, we have talked about, uh, we talked about last week, um, Spielberg's history at the Academy. And he's he's won three Academy Awards. Um, his last win for best director was Saving Private Ryan before that Schindler's mm-hmm. List. And then, you know, like I just said with the Daniels, worrying about where their career goes from here. You know, I don't know if you had to worry too much because you look at like someone like Spielberg, who's had some incredible films since Saving Private Ryan, Munich, Letters from Iwo Jima, War Horse, Lincoln. None of those won Best Picture. So, like, you know, hopefully they don't. Hopefully Hollywood or whoever the you know the 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 film community doesn't put some weird pressure on them to to have more awards and awards every year because I I know Spielberg has this odd thing about him where. Um, you know, you're exactly right. He's not been awarded Best Picture since since Saving Private Ryan, but he's done some of his best work since then. Uh, but people seem to kind of put him in this box of him being in his twilight years. Uh, and, and, and sure, he's definitely older now, but he's still making good movies, guys. So, did you see that <laughs> this tweet? Is, <laughs> did you he's see that? good. Did you see that tweet? You might have re- you might have retweeted it. You may be how I saw it, but someone was Maybe. like, what, you know. Um, the Fableman's was really good, but what was the last great Steven Spielberg movie? And someone said, someone retweeted and said, gosh, you'd have to go all the way back to West Side Story. Right. I did <laughs> yeah. not see that, but that is true. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh, you guys, you know, he's been nominated for Best Picture back to back now. Yeah. Uh, and both deservingly so. Uh, West yes. Side Story was a fantastic remake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's true. He, 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 he definitely deserves to be in the conversation still as a, as a, competitive director uh okay uh big big win of the night final final award for us to talk about best picture uh everything everywhere all at once this is this movie is uh uh, (laughs) totally just blanked out i was gonna say everything everywhere all at once is the most awarded Best Picture winner since Mm -hmm. Slumdog Millionaire I think in 2009 Mm -hmm. or 8 something like that yeah, uh, yeah, 2008. Uh, so very cool there. I, I just learned uh, from Letterboxd that it is one of only three movies that have been ranked as the top movie ever on Letterboxd and won Best Picture. So that's mm-hmm. cool. It mm-hmm. along with Parasite and The Godfather. Mm-hmm. And one of those movies is, in my opinion, overrated, but which one? <laughs> oh! Oh! I would feel better if you said both of them. I think. What, both Parasite, a, well, both Parasite well, and Godfather? I'm afraid your answer is Parasite, but... It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but the audience doesn't know that. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> yeah, best uh, everything won uh, seven awards in addition to Best Picture. Um, well, sorry. And seven awards, including Best Picture. Um, and it really was the only one I thought was going to win. It is my favorite of the list of Best Picture nominees. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think... 
The Academy got it right this year. Um, I do think this briefly, I want to mention that I was, um, I don't know if I'll say surprised, but it was very interesting that on uh, for the night, it was basically everything everywhere all at once and all quiet on the Western front. Like those were the two movies that racked up multiple wins. Um, everything won seven, all quiet won four. So that's 11 awards of the 23. Um, just under half went to these two movies. And um, uh, I, that, I that's one I've not seen, but uh, it was interesting that, that that one was picking up a lot of awards too. Not any of the main awards, mostly the tech awards, cinematography. And, um, I don't remember the other ones, but uh, anyhow. Yeah, best original score. Everything, um, I was late to seeing it, but I did get around to seeing it because I really thought it was going to win best picture and I was right. And uh, it was a movie that... <clears throat> At the midway point, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this is this is working for me. But man, it won me over and it brought me back around. And those last those last minutes are so precious, so golden. Mm-hmm. And um, I do think that I think I said in my letterbox review that it stretches a little too long for me. Like some of the some of the closing, the the, the, the climactic moments stretch out a little too long for me. Um, but otherwise it's like a perfect it's like as perfect as you can get in terms of a movie that tries to be it tries to be and nails most of it you know if not all yeah 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 i i i agree that it is about as perfect as you could get uh, especially among this group uh it's been my pick for a while i i was early to the movie and was hopeful at the time that it would be in talk for Oscars, and I'm glad now to see that it uh, won everything it could. It, not everything, but it won a lot. Um, because I found it to be a really just interesting movie, you know? Because I think I had a similar thought to you about halfway through where I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. You know? And then once, yeah, once you get to that ending and you see the whole picture, uh, it's hard hard for me to to see how you could not um, feel something toward it. Mm -hmm. It's as weird as it is, it can be very relatable. I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of this is a story about families and particularly parent-child relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a lot of it comes down to um, Evelyn, Michelle Yeoh's character and her relationship with Joy, Stephanie Hsu's character, that all ties back into how Evelyn was treated by her parents when she was growing up. It's a lot that you can, that, that people can relate to if you look past the hot dog fingers and Raccoon Nui and, mm-hmm. uh... Mm-hmm. That was, that was hard to digest. I'll yeah, be honest. The, the, the bloody dildo fight, mm-hmm. which is just not a phrase I say often. <laughs> Uh, and then that final that final battle scene where Michelle Yeoh is just verse jumping and fixing everyone's problems, amazing, <laughs> amazing. And that's that was yeah. It, it is it's it is weird and it may be difficult to follow for uh, for some. So I'm not gonna begrudge anybody that may have difficulty with get with with processing the the material of it. But if you're able to, if you're willing to buy in, if you're willing to say, okay, I'm just going to um, allow this story to 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 be told, I think you will not regret it by the end. That is yeah. my recommendation: is just be willing to embrace the weird. Yeah. And you know there will be moments like Ki Hoi Kwan giving himself a paper cut in all five fingers, where you will grimace, but you will. That was hard hard to watch. I, I I can't do it. I'm gonna have to in future viewings. I have to skip that part. Um, it was I I I was sitting there going, but anyhow, um, you know, embrace it, give it a chance, and I think by the end you will be won over. Uh, you know, they had me, they had me on the verge of tears just by looking at rocks and reading text. And I was I was gonna add to that and say. Yeah. If you can look past the weird moments, some of the weird moments have some of the most powerful uh, dialogue in the in the movie. The rock part, especially, it's not spoken dialogue, but it it's it's the way it is presented. Good, approve, approve. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. Uh, and, and I also want to say since, <laughs> since I was early to see the movie the first time I had no earthly idea that this, that that was Kihui Kwan. I had no idea that it was, you know, in my mind at the time, short round from Indiana Jones, and the temple of doom. So right. I found that out after I watched it was mind boggled by it. I, I was know, like, wait, right. that was it's short weird. round. He was incredible. And then, yeah, rewatching it, man, the stuff he does in that movie, the, 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 the fight scene with the fanny pack that he yeah. does. His, his cool. I don't know what he's supposed to be with like the version where she's a Hollywood famous Hollywood actress. And he's like, also rich and famous at this yes, point. Yes. He's, he's so suave. So he cool. plays so many characters. He's so smooth and suave and cool. And then when he's her husband, he's just kind of dopey and, mm-hmm. and in the way, like, I don't know. Loved it. He's yeah. great. Yeah. But I, 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 it, I can't say anything about it. It got quoted during the night, but the thing about uh, laundry and taxes, I was like, I was like, Oh man, Kiho Kwan just won the entire year for me just now. Uh, yeah. The way he said it, it just hit, it, 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 it had me. A magical so, line. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think across the board, I, it has been, it has been a while since I, when I watched these Academy Awards that I have seen a film where I was totally content with it winning as much as it did. I agree. Um, and with the quibble of Stephanie Shu over Jamie Lee Curtis, right. that is, and that's like, that's the movie fighting itself. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. So like, exactly. it's such a weird little quibble within that, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of another year where I was this content. Like there's some years where you're like, oh man, I like that movie, but I really like this movie too. And this is like, you know, the only thing that's nominated for, you know, I, know. Um, I am convinced. I think I said it. I am convinced that if they had a, an actor in a leading role, it would have won that too. I think it could have. And, you know, I, I, I will jump on what you said. It's been a long time since I recall um, being able to root for a movie this much. Um and for such good reason, because it's not like this is a it's not like Best Picture was weak this year. You know, I, I at least I don't think it was. I think there's a lot of strong movies in this year's. Yeah. Um, in this year's lineup. So, yeah, I, I can honestly say most of these I, and I haven't seen most of them, but the ones that I saw, I genuinely liked. Right. And, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I I think I think I said in our Oscar preview episode, typically the nominations come out and there's at least one movie where I'm like, what the yeah, hell is know. that doing there? I really but thought that not was, this time. I really thought that was going to be Elvis this year um, for 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 you and maybe for me. I, I didn't hate it enough to think that it shouldn't be up there. Your, because- your, your initial review was so striking to me. You were like, it was weird, but I kind of dug it. Yeah. Yeah. You you did you got to see it at some point, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I it got was to watch weird. What kind of dug it? <laughs> and my enjoy my my enjoyment of it improved my wife's enjoyment of it because she saw yeah. it and she really didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but I was sitting there and I was just kind of like, okay, okay. It was a little strange. It was so it was moving so fast through moments. Oh, it's a fever dream of a no, it's a yeah, fever dream of a movie. I don't want to just sit here and review Elvis, but yeah, no. anyway, yeah. It, it was it was the one I kind of thought, I'm gonna hate this, aren't I? But no, I didn't hate it. I didn't for, hate you know, it. So overall, uh, overall, pretty, pretty good, good year. A pretty, pretty um, unrem- like in some ways, unremarkable, like nothing crazy happened. Um, the Joe and Biden of, a, of award shows. The Joe Biden of award shows. <laughs> Safe and boring. Safe and boring. Um, you know? <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I thought about that okay. joke like three hours ago. and I, was like, I like it. I like it. I'm try it, it. I like out. It. Well, you know. Some people just want safe and boring for a little bit. I think we've learned that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Well, oh yeah. I want to. I want to. I want. Yeah. I want to throw one. I want to throw a little question at you. We don't okay. have to go long on this. Okay. Yeah. We're about at time. Um. Any category you want, uh, at least of the big five. See back next year, like in terms of people who are nominated this year. Is there anybody you think we see again next year? Or like whether it's directors or actors, do you think anybody is nominated again next year? Um, this might be a wild card pick, uh, but I think it's fun to say, so I'm going to say it. Um, I wouldn't, I, I, you know, Brendan Fraser mm-hmm. for Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, um, that's a good pick. Possible best supporting actor. That's what I'm going to think about. Uh, I'm <laughs> if if you were going to come back, I could see it. <laughs> That's a good, I think that's a good, that's a, you, you think, I, I, I thought that this would be a hard question, but I think you really nailed it there. I, even though I don't know 
would be yet. I'm going to say Ana de Armas gets nominated again. Mm-hmm. She was nominated yeah. for Best Actress this year for Blonde. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think Ana yeah. de Armas gets nominated again. Yeah. It, it, I mean, this was, I don't think this was her last year for sure. Whether or not it'll be next year remains to be seen. Um, you know, the safest bet, though, is Steven Spielberg because he was nominated two years, the past two years in a row. So right. <laughs> just assume that whatever he makes this year. And, and he was nominated in, before that, it was 2018. Um, so uh, what is he working on now? What is Steven Spielberg got a new project already lined up? Beats me. He, I, I didn't know he was working on the Fablemans during West Side Story. So it's true. Uh, let's see here. How it? No, there's no info here on any new projects. But yeah, I mean, never bet against Spielberg, really. But yeah, so that's gonna be my pick. I'm gonna say Anna Darmus. You say Brendan Fraser. Okay. That's really good. I'm gonna stick uh, with that. Yeah, I hope I'm right. I think it'd be. Yeah, fun. we'll have to write those down somewhere, and we'll see how we how we turn out next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Killers of the Flower Moon does well, it will not be as much of a feel good picture as uh, everything. I am afraid. My other, my other favorite thing, uh, one last favorite thing about the award show. I love that Harrison Ford presented Best Picture, and I love that that gave us a bit of a moment for Key to reunite with Harrison Ford. I love that Spielberg was in the audience to cheer on this kid that essentially he discovered. You know, I know. it was uh, I know. it was an amazing all around moment, specifically yeah. for Key, but also you know for the for the everything there. I'm really discover, rediscovering my love of Harrison Ford lately. Uh, it's going to improve Temple of Doom. Is that, that's the best part is like everybody kind of like Temple of Doom's like their third favorite. Like people are going to Yeah, it's not my, I, yeah, I don't care for it as much as some of the others, but yeah, no, no, Harrison, between, between that and, and, and Indy coming back and I don't know if you've seen his show Shrinking on mm-hmm. Apple TV. Been watching he's, Shrinking. He's, he's delightful. Uh, he's such a delightful, grumpy old man. It's true. We we should cut after we after we wrap. We should cut and then we'll do a brief review of shrinking. <laughs> Love that because I have thoughts. Okay, okay, we could talk about shrinking. Uh, okay, well, I think that's it for for the Oscars. I can't think of anything else. We're a little over an hour. I'm pleasant with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, keeping up with us this uh, Oscar season. Thanks for sticking out Brendan Fraserary with us. I say sticking out like you didn't love every second of it. Oh, uh, if you're listening to this, you know, as it came out, we've got one more special Fraserary episode coming to you uh, probably here in a couple days. Um, we'll see. But other than that, we will be back with regularly scheduled programming very soon. So check us out online at so many sequels.com. You can find links to all of our social media accounts there. Um, we will see you all next time. Bye.